Hi, I'm Emily Hawthorne, a Stratfor Middle East and North Africa analyst at RAIN. This podcast is brought to you by RAIN Worldview, powered by Stratfor, the premier digital publication for objective geopolitical intelligence and analysis. Learn more at worldview.stratfor.com. You're listening to Rain's Essential Geopolitics Podcast, powered by Stratfor. I'm Emily Donahue. Throughout 2021, Nicaragua's President Daniel Ortega cracked down against his critics as he sought to cement his grip on power. So what does this mean for the future of democracy in Nicaragua? Carmen Colosi, Stratfor Latin America analyst at Rain, has answers. Hey, Carmen. Hi, Emily. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to have you here. Let's jump right in. What tactics has Ortega used to silence the opposition? So at the end of 2020, Ortega's Sandinista Congress passed a series of three laws that effectively criminalized any public criticism of the government under the premise of being treason. So then, using these laws the Nicaraguan police arrested a breadth of people across various sectors of civil society. This includes things like opposition candidates, journalists, heads of NGOs, various community leaders, and even going so far as to go after any sort of critical business elite. This totaled over 140 people arrested using these laws over the course of 2021. Of course, this all puts a constraint on any form of anti-Ortega demonstration and effectively silences opposition voices. So, Carmen, this seems to be a very concerted effort. Did the administration or did Ortega's regime have any assistance here? Yes. So Russia has aligned itself with Nicaragua through a number of intelligence sharing and strategic agreements. And in many cases, Nicaragua actually copied Russian tactics. For example, in the series of laws that were passed in late 2020, one was a foreign agents law, which basically required any organization that received international funding to register as a foreign agent. Russia passed a very similar law back in 2012 and expanded on that law in 2020, basically showing that Nicaragua was copying almost verbatim what Russia has already executed. Going beyond these sort of tactical similarities, the Pentagon has repeatedly warned Congress that Russia is supplying the Ortega regime with things like military equipment and military training. Now, there is an economic aspect of selling arms to Nicaragua, but there also is a symbolic aspect for Russia on this point of being a world power with global reach and being able to have influence in the Western Hemisphere where, you know, they could potentially be a threat to the United States. Carmen, what will this mean for the domestic situation in Nicaragua? So... Ortega is running practically unopposed in the November 7 election. His seven main challengers were all placed under arrest. If there was any confusion before about Nicaragua being a dictatorship, the fraud and the human rights abuses surrounding this election have easily cleared that up. 
On a slightly different note, looking at Nicaragua in an economic sense, the country is the second poorest in the Western Hemisphere, and it will likely continue to see high levels of poverty and inequality should it be financially cut off from the world. Financially cut off from the world, but how will this also affect its relationships with other countries in the region? So there's a few different points here. The first is looking at immigration. So we have seen over the course of 2020 a mass exodus of Nicaraguans, mainly going to places like Costa Rica. However, there have been over 38,000 Nicaraguans that have reached the U.S.-Mexico border since June of 2021. This is compared to 800 people in the same time frame of last year. So we are seeing Nicaraguans basically leaving the country in mass droves, and this has the potential to strain countries that are already experiencing high levels of migration from places like Venezuela and Haiti and they may have to be forced to take in Nicaraguans as well. On a different aspect, we have seen that Cuba and Venezuela have always had a very close strategic relationship. And as Nicaragua inches more and more towards becoming a blatant dictatorship, it is likely that we are going to see increased amounts of cooperation between Cuba, Venezuela, and Nicaragua, And this could potentially reach the point of becoming a unified bloc that would pose both an ideological and a security threat to the United States. Speaking of the United States, the third point here is that we have seen the United States issue sanctions against high-ranking members of the Ortega dictatorship, but we haven't seen anything close to the kind of economic sanctions you see on somewhere like Cuba, for example. So is there a possibility that the United States is going to issue economic sanctions against Nicaragua? If you ask certain members of Congress, yes, there is. This will, you know, come out in the aftermath of the elections as well. Finally, with Russia's continued financial support, would United States sanctions be enough to convince the Ortega regime to return to democracy? That is a question that you will have to read on the website. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Carmen Colosi is Strat for Latin America analyst at Rain. You can get regular intelligence updates on Latin America with Rain Worldview powered by Stratfor. Right now we have a special offer. Go to stratfor.com slash worldview and subscribe today. That's stratfor.com slash worldview. I'm Emily Donahue. Thanks for listening.